What's up, guys? This is Kevin Ridsey, and you are listening to the Not A Real Pastor podcast, where we talk about our weekend student ministry and things that we did as a whole, and let's dive right into it. So, we had a pretty good week in the student ministry, I felt like. We had our normal Sunday morning service. We, uh, Sunday night, I told you guys last week, we were kind of transitioning in how we do Sunday nights. And I feel like this Sunday night, it w- went really well. I felt like that uh, we were on point with everything. I did forget my computer, so I couldn't do the countdown video. But still, we were... Very organized. Students, again, were taking notes. It went really well. We were done right at about 6.55, 7 o'clock, which is exactly what I wanted to do. I entered with a question and essentially had them take uh, take notes of what, of or answer the question, I should say. Had them answer that question, and then I led into a message and we had a little bit of discussion, open discussion, but for the most part, I pretty well kind of just preached. So, uh, Sunday night went really well, and Wednesday night, we uh, we had a really good, like, really, really good service, I felt like. Uh, overall, it literally went to a T exactly how long I wanted everything, so... We started a little bit before 6.40, the countdown video, and everything went, went well. Uh, students came in, they, they saw the countdown video, and they were ready. As soon as the countdown video ended, uh, we went right into a game. I kind of welcomed everybody and whatnot, and then we went right to the game. I picked three youth out, and let me tell you, so, Fuge gave us like a box uh, because we've we've gone to Fuge a couple of times now as a student ministry. They gave us this promo box. I'm sure anyone else who's went to Fuge probably got a box, and it had things like balloons in it. It had two rubber chickens in it, which I've had so much fun with the rubber chickens, and it had a little mini trophy. And I was thinking, how can I, what can I do with this mini trophy? So over the past couple of weeks, what I've done with this trophy is we've, we've played games and whoever wins gets to hold that trophy for the week. Like they get to keep the trophy for a week. And, uh, one of our boys won the trophy last week and he had to defend his title. So if you if you win the trophy, the next week you are automatically in the youth group game. So uh, Wednesday night we played Song Showdown, which is on the Sidekick app, and you can get the Sidekick app by going to DYM, download Youth Ministry, and let me just tell you the Sidekick app. I know I talked about this last week, but it has been a game changer. I absolutely love this app. It's what I use for my countdown video and what I use for the game. So we played Song Showdown and essentially what Song Showdown is, is they had some uh, artists that were already pre 
uh, inserted into the game. And I added a few different ones. So what I had was I had three students go up to the stage and had them turn facing the crowd and are facing the other students. I had my projector at the wall and Song Showdown is essentially it's a randomizer and you click the button and it stops on a particular artist. And how I done the game was a point system, kind of like I done with the poser one. How I done the game was they could start singing a song, so they have three seconds. They turn around, they look at who the artist is, they turn back to the crowd, and as soon as I say go, they have to start singing a song from that artist. And if they forget, like if they if they can't figure out any more words to the song, they can like swap to another song. But they can't really pause. So if they have like a you know, five second pause, they're out. And it went pretty well. I had a couple of students that they just kind of froze on stage. And some, you know, just couldn't think of like songs whenever an artist come up. Uh, one we had was uh, Bruno Mars. And like one of my students, she's straight country. So she had no idea who Bruno Mars was. And she froze. But we had Taylor Swift, which was great. And we had Johnny Cash. And we had... Ah, i trying to think of who else. Carrie Underwood, which nobody... I couldn't believe it. Nobody could think of like a Carrie Underwood song. Which is crazy, because you know, Jesus takes the wheel and all that. Uh, but anyway, so my boy who won last week, he got three points. So what I've done is I pulled someone else from the crowd, which was one of my girls, and I said, okay, sudden death, this is like a boss fight, and whoever can hold out the longest will win, because I did like, I didn't want my boys just to hold on to the trophy, because I feel like he's so competitive, he might just keep holding on to it. So I had her go up, and it fell on Justin Bieber, and it was hilarious, she outlasted him by just a couple of seconds and she like had to flip to a different song and it was great. I got it on video. You can see it on the Facebook page. It was great. Uh, so she ended up winning the trophy, took a picture with her with the trophy and she gets told the trophy for a week. So that was great. Uh, then I, I got up and uh, went through prayer requests and announcements and things like that. And then I went into a message and we were done about 7.20, 7.25, somewhere along in there. We were, we were done. And so we started at 6.40. Essentially, we were done in about 45 minutes. Uh, I, you know, most people, I know a lot of student ministries go an hour. Some go an hour and 30 minutes and some go two. Like I, I can't figure out how, uh, how smaller groups go two hours. But yeah, I feel like that 45 minute to an hour is great because if we do let out a little bit early, like we did tonight, they can still stand around and talk. So they're understanding that 640 is when we get started. So, uh, and also we did show a video too. We show Propaganda's Gospel in four minutes video, and I'll leave a link in the description for that. I'm sure some people have seen that, but I, I loved it. And I'll also leave a link to 
uh, sidekick again, and DYM and all that in the description that you can find out. So, uh, what I want to talk about a little bit and hit on for the rest of the podcast is we had a couple of things happen. So, really over the weekend, one thing in our student ministry is we had our first parent meeting of the year. And I try to have the parent meetings at the end of the month, usually. Uh, Last year, I think I ran the third month, I mean the third week, maybe the fourth week of the month. And, you know, it was kind of expected. So that's what I'm trying to do this year. Anyway. Uh, we had our first our first parent meeting, and I kind of recapped what we did, how straight to stand went, and all that. But the big thing was, is I announced camp, what we're going to do there, and we have a couple of options. We're thinking about doing straight to stand for summer, or doing what we did last year was essentially where we took a weekend. I led a uh, small group Bible study. And we stayed at a hotel. We kind of just did our own thing with our own group. And on Sunday, we went to a visiting church, experienced what it's like at a bigger location or a different location, more of a contemporary worship, things like that. Uh, and I think the students really liked that last year. Now, they still want to do camp, and I understand that. But being my vocational, I only get so many days off a year personal days and then I have to think about two of my leaders so I love Fuge and I love student life and all those but it's kind of hard to do that when you're bivocational and you have leaders who have to do things like that so anyway uh, we talked about that we uh, talked about our Valentine's Day banquet and what we're going to do there I was very I tried to stay on point with exactly what I wanted to talk about and not straight down rabbit holes and all that. So I knew that I wanted to recap straight to stand. I knew that I wanted to talk about camp. And then I knew that I wanted to talk about the Valentine's Day banquet. And I tried my best to keep it there. We're kind of laid back. All the parents are and everything. So we'll kind of talk and bounce ideas off and whatnot. I tried to keep that around 20 to 30 minutes, and I think we hit around the 20 to 25 minute mark. So ultimately, I thought the meeting went well. We're going to come back. I essentially gave them a week to kind of let's decide what we're going to do. And I told them the dates, which is probably going to be the first weekend in June. So they know the dates, but we're going to kind of see where we're at and what we want to do next week. So that's that. The second thing happened outside of our student ministry. I had a couple of things happen. The first thing that happened is uh, a young man passed away at Stringer at their school. That happened over the weekend. Sunday night, that was the first thing that got brought up. And I I didn't really know the young man. He played basketball. And I think, pretty sure I would know who it is. If I if I was like in passing, you know, uh, but all of our students knew who he was. Since we're one A school, right? I offered offered to talk with anybody who needed to talk and things like that. Uh, Monday, I believe it was Monday morning, Monday or Tuesday morning. Uh, all the students met in front of the school and prayed and 
talked and they had counselors there, things like that. And I had a, a parent uh, send me some pictures, send me a couple pictures. And of course, they were all over Facebook and all that. And it was amazing to see. And I saw a couple of my students there. And it was just amazing to see. I messaged the their group chat. I was like, you know, if you need to talk, I'm here and all that. And I think, I know that I'm really proud of my students, of how they handle that. They're sad and they were grieving, but they lifted one another up. and They were there to lift other students up. That wore my heart so much to see students lifting up other students. And not only my students, but other ministry students that was there grieving with other students and lifting them up. And I feel that's a proud youth pastor moment, even though it wasn't there to see that. It's, it's so fulfilling to see that. And the second thing that happened was in our student ministry, uh, we had someone that needed to talk, and I'm obviously not going to go into details. It was something that I kind of felt was coming. That person just needed to talk. It was right before we went to parent meeting. It was emotional. And there's sometimes where you just, as a student pastor, need to listen. You just need to sit back and listen. I was proud that this student came up to me and wanted. Actually, I, I engaged that student. But that student ended up coming and talking to me afterwards. And, and sometimes, you know, us as student pastors, we just need to be a shoulder that a student can lean on to talk. And, and I think that, that that needed to happen with that student. And ultimately, I think that student walked away in a better position than when that student came to me beforehand. And I'm proud that that student was able to do that. So uh, as I, as I kind of close out and try to keep this between that 15 to 20 minute mark, I want to encourage other student pastors, don't give up. When a student is going through trouble or grief or things like that, even if they don't come to you, seeing, at least for me, knowing and seeing, even through a picture, my students being able, in a circle, knowing that they're lifting other students up and grieving with other students and I don't want to use the word counseling, but just talking to other students and having that relationship is so rewarding. So I want to tell other student pastors, even if you don't see it, your work is probably not going unnoticed. It's probably being used and you, you won't see it. And if you have a student that needs to come up and talk to you, sometimes it's better just to listen. You could give students advice, and I'm not saying don't give them advice and just be a mute, but sometimes it's better just to sit back and listen and then be an encourager. So I hope that, that what we what we were doing and what I've done this week, uh, that you could take a little bit from that. So anyway, I hope that you have an awesome week. I hope that you engage students, praying for your student ministry in your church, anyone listening. So here's a few things that you can do. Uh, number one is you can follow, you can like, you can subscribe, you can do all of that stuff uh, with the podcast. So we are available on Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Radio Public, 
Pocket Cast, and Stitcher. If you want to support the Not A Real Pastor podcast for as little as 99 cents per month, you can. You can do that. All you have to do is click the link in the, descri- in the description and it will guide you step by step. It's totally up to you and anything is welcome. So make sure that you like, follow, and also there's the Not A Real Pastor podcast page on Facebook. You can follow that. Just type in Not A Real Pastor podcast on Facebook and it will take you to the Facebook page. Also, I'll be soon doing an Instagram and other things like that. So make sure to stay tuned and like the Facebook page because you'll see updates on that. And you can also see stuff that I'm doing and I even share a few memes. So anyway, I hope you have an awesome night. I hope you have an awesome week. Thanks, guys. Mm-hmm.